Part 3 Magic Chapter 24 The Burning Question After Death Imagine if right at the very end, instead of it being over, you got to ask one burning question. What's the last question on your mind? Well, go on. What is it? After a great silence, I had found it, and so I asked, What's my choice in the matter? I expected to wait for some time, but I heard the answer arise from a wise, awakened being. You never had a choice. It was always a gift from your father and me. And even if the whole world was against us, we'd do anything to set our souls free. Good morning, good morning. Look at how you're home again. And you might not have a choice in the matter. But then why does your soul seek to comprehend? You are thinking because you are aware. The same way a leaf on the grapevine stretches into the unknown, there is that magic that follows the spiritual seeker. The same way there is magic in the way the fruit of the grapevine is grown. When a plant sprouts a flower, the gift is grown from earth and it reaches for the stars. Pure magic requires no choice, because magic is who you are, she said. Then it's all for the bloom, and that's why we are called to grow. Of course life is magic, but why do I always forget the things I feel I need to know? There was something hazy on my mind. It lingered in between the way of words. Somewhere within the mind stream, there was a feeling I could touch, but not quite hear. Unsure what it was? It said nothing and played no tune. This was a sort of emptiness, but within it was a hidden treasure and mysterious boon. As soon as I let it all go... I could feel how it all was. When I withdrew from my senses stuck in the material world, I was able to connect to heaven above. Yes, this was the kingdom of Shambhala. It was the way in which no words can say. This was the inner essence of the morning star that carried the light of the sun's brilliant rays. There was no reason to worry. It was always morning here, and the sun's rays stretched everywhere so everyone learned to smile at fear. The magic was always in the moment, and there was nothing behind time, with or without our worldly body. Only awareness can provide rhythmic riddles that rhyme. And I don't know what I was thinking about, or who I was thinking it to, but somewhere in the depths of it, I came across a feeling when I recognized this is you. Yes, you're the one hearing it. You've been there all along. I found you in the same place I saw God, and that's why all our lives belong. But one more question. I hope two wasn't over the limit. Two is my number. When two become one, that's all of it together. That's the union we're born from, she said. And who am I? Tatwamasi. What's that? You are that, she said. What? That are thou. Thou art what? Tatwamasi. You're all of it, she whispered. Blank is the beginning, and blank is the end. It was then that I realized I was energy passing through a dream where only the awareness was left to understand. This pathway was a calling, but she said it wasn't my choice. Far deeper than my mind could ever wonder, and yet I could think because I was hearing my own voice. Who was that thing she spoke of? And what was that? Wherever it was, it was gone, gone, beyond gone. Beyond gone to the far shore, 
Then I noticed a child waiting within me while we swam like serpents toward the glowing morning star illuminating another day's dawn. Every day is a new life to a wise man, she said. A prism of colors welcomed me through this vast ocean to which I stayed beside the woman who set me free. Why, yes, this was the goddess that was everywhere, the woman of my dreams named Shakti, the light of the morning star. Her essence shined out through me. Now six wings came to cover the awareness of what our sensation could see. An angel was with me, and it set the eye of my life upon justice's perfect scale. On the left, the ankh in my heart was weighed, and on the right we balanced the morning star from the Father's holy grail. In that moment it was balanced, for this was the thing called death. It was the ending process to reconnect the distance in the mind and the heart that was left. I made her smile, and that wasn't my choice. And now I understood the answer to my question, as I didn't need a choice because she gave me a voice. This communication could create vibrations, and so I could send out signals, signs, and words. To anyone out there listening, Shakti deserves credit for anything you've ever heard. This is a woman after death, and I made her smile when the ankh in my heart and the sun in my head weighed the exact same. Then she kissed me when I departed from the creation of the higher self, and so my awareness was lowered into the astral plane. Holy, holy, holy is the woman who sets us free. Holy, 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 goddess and mother Shakti. Holy, holy, holy is the source of creation who exists within you and me. But how did she do it? First, I overcame doubt. Since doubt is the first obstacle to fearlessness, understand that you have no shortcomings as a human being. We have everything we need to make the journey. So that means there is a way to move beyond neurosis and nervousness. We have to learn how to overcome that tough and aggressive mentality, for it wards off the gentleness that comes into our hearts. When tenderness is tinged by sadness, it touches our soul, and so we're in contact with our raw reality where fearlessness starts. Sometimes people find that being gentle and raw is threatening and exhausting. They prefer to cover up this tender feeling. It is so uncomfortable to feel so real, and so they prefer to numb themselves rather than allow for true healing. Many people look for a kind of anesthetic or something that will provide a distraction by means of entertainment. But for the spiritual warrior, fearlessness is a question of learning how to be, and this is the supreme attainment. Be here now, as our remedy comes through renunciation. Step beyond the confused world and meet each moment on the spot to reunite and merge with all of creation. Renunciation is about being willing to face intense situations, rather than indulging in pleasure for entertainment's sake. This fearlessness is connected with attaching our basic existence to greater vision, and this vision is the morning star that remains forever awake. Know that at the root of all of us is a soul filled with pure and good potential, and so there needn't be any doubt because every aspect of existence is one piece of all that is essential. Now doubt is an internal problem, but there may be an external enemy too. We can't pretend this outer enemy doesn't exist, but rather we should face what is in front of us and find our way through. How are we going to respond to real opposition when it arises in the world? How, as a warrior, are you going to relate with that? Most people freeze and tense up when they relate with conflict 
but if the enemy comes to slash you, then you must be ready to attack. When a warrior has to kill the enemy, we must have a very soft heart. We look the enemy right in the eye, and with a strong grip on our sword, we destroy them with a tender heart. At that point, slashing the enemy is no different than making love. A powerful stroke is also sympathetic. A fearless stroke is the most frightening a person can think of. Now as long as we are in touch with basic goodness, which means we are searching for the soul and relating to the world directly, whether the energy of the situation demands a destructive or constructive response, we relate with the world on the spot very abruptly. We reject the aggressive, hardcore street fighter mentality. Warriorship is so tender and raw. It is very soft and gentle. But if you were to engage in combat, then no move should ever be accidental. We are talking about direct experience. And before you slash the enemy, you must look into his or her eyes. There you will find the tenderness I speak of. And when you go for the kill, your compassionate heart must be twice as big before your blade causes them to die. There is no room to manipulate the situation. You just go forward and present the truth fearlessly. You can be exactly what you are. It is very straightforward, and so tenderness brings naturalness and simplicity. And so this is the starting point for developing true bravery. She said, At once the white wings covering my spirit were gone, and I was transformed into the greatest devil. This beast had a pungent scent, while horns grew out from my head. Two black wings spread out from my back, as my own breath heaved a terrible smell upon me. Fearlessness, I thought. I should smile at fear. But this beast was so dreadful, and it was I. That's when I realized I was looking into a great mirror. Dionysus emerged from within my spirit, and he smiled from what I could see. Oh, this was another trick? And somehow that beast had a demon dwelling within me. What now? I don't understand. No tree, it is said, can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. Everything that has ever existed lives within our spirit which means heaven and hell lives within you as well. Both the higher and lower nature are connected. We rise and fall together as a tribe of one, all one. And all it takes is a community to connect the Ankh in our heart with the head that holds the great eastern sun. This is the connection of heaven and earth. This is the link that has been cut off and betrayed. But if you have courage to restore this connection, we will repair all the trauma that has ever been made, said Shakti. Staring into the mirror, I would never forget this sight so frightful and mean. Somewhere in the depths of my spirit, a demon did dwell, and it was the worst creature I have ever seen. The weight of my Ankh includes all beings. Its power does not compromise, and my strength is beyond all measure. If you contain the demon dwelling in the depths of your human nature, then to you alone will I reveal God's secret treasure," she said. This plane of awareness was like a dream, and now my loving awareness floated to a vision where Shakti could take me into all her loving forms. She was a mystery of creation, a woman that adored all expressions, as she herself was art. Shakti was the unscripted, raw, and authentic expression. And what was the reason for this teaching? What was it that her soul did desire? Certainly she had come to shine, and there she illuminated my life with fire. I saw it pop. There the illumination spread its glow. I could see how the real flame was within the spirit, and it was so tiny that it was impossible to know. 
no eye to see it, for nothing to describe what couldn't be heard. Surely they would name this God, but it was too vast to constrict it all to one word. And so I followed Shakti everywhere. There wasn't a place I wouldn't go. No need to fight against the current after you realize Shakti is the current's flow. She was everywhere and in every living thing. She is the life force that stems through every plant, leaf, and vine because her creation is the magic hidden within all things. And everywhere I go, people get afraid of who I am. They don't understand my nature. And this is the reason they crucified my son of man. They don't understand my signs. Time and time again, they try to kill what their minds cannot explain, not realizing that the wickedness of their actions is the same evil within themselves that they refuse to tame. The same way they judge is the same reason they tore Dionysus apart. They can't see past the veil and see how willing I am to help because they haven't planted the ankh within their heart, she said. She painted a picture in my awareness, and this inner sense made the most sense. I was able to trust fully in the experience happening, and so there was no clinging or suspense. I felt my nature unrestricted like a field where a creature would roam. This was a pure and sacred forest, aligned with the High Father atop Mercy's throne. This trail we had taken was a pathway leading back to the right-hand plan. You and I were in the middle of a forest when I caught the glance of a naked woman, which shocked me to the point I did not understand. The enemy we are called to kill is the demon that lives within, but it must be killed with love in your heart. And once the deed is done, a great power will fall and a peaceful revolution begins, said Shakti. And so I pondered, if there exists a problem, then the way to solve it also exists in the moment right here. There is a community fighting for this planet. Come join us as we smile at fear.